what's up y'all getting ready to do this podcast need to be more consistent with these podcasts (laughs) having done one in a while but uh i'm glad to see people still want to tune in this time if you didn't already guess from the title uh, we're gonna talk about crazy stuff happening these days all over the place la um around the world countrywide you know Lately, the news has been kind of like hyper aggressively focusing on all of the gun shootings and things like this. So I figured, hey, before all this information kind of gets ahead of me, I should probably, you know, kind of, you know, I've been downloading links and, you know, trying to save what I consider interesting topics for the last uh few weeks maybe like two weeks it's been an incredible amount of stuff happening in just two weeks though it's kind of crazy i'll start off here with uh (laughs) some stuff i saw today this is this is crazy a robbery and a brutal stabbing on an mta train all caught by a robbery and a brutal stabbing on an MTA train, all caught by surveillance cameras. But it's not the first time the city's public rail lines have been plagued by violence. Some riders say it's just not safe to ride the trains, and they say city buses are also becoming more dangerous. John Finoli alive in Hollywood with more on the violent attacks. John. Yeah. I don't ride the train no more. Right, with passengers Hell returning nah. to public transit after the worst of the pandemic, crime is on the rise. In fact, uh, data from Metro show that violent crime is up 36% over the last year. Wow. Tonight, Los Angeles police are on the hunt for this suspect who was captured on surveillance video stabbing a man after stealing his cell phone aboard a Metro Green Line train in South Los Angeles. Watch as the male suspect grabs the victim's cell phone and takes off. The victim what? chases after him. The two struggle over the phone, and the suspect stabs the victim before running away. That was on February Yo, 12th on the 11,600 block of Avalon Boulevard. Oh, Avalon. And it is one of dozens of violent crimes wow. captured on Inglewood. camera aboard L.A. County transit lines. Whoa. This video posted by KFI reporter Steve Gregory shows some of the brutality commuters have faced between 2019 to 2021. Shootings, fighting, even stabbings as riders watch helplessly. We see people being sucker punched and beaten. In one instance, a man laying on a bench is grabbed and thrown onto the train tracks. That's and a Long Beach. There are other incidents too Green line, blue line to transfer, you, such as sexual assaults. It's not safe sometimes, and um, that's a fact. According to Metro data, violent crime is up 36% over the last year. One of the most shocking incidents took place in January when a homeless man attacked 70 year old Sandra Shells, an emergency room nurse who was homeless waiting people for a basically bus live on that train now when she was killed. Crazy. MTA riders we spoke with had mixed feelings about safety. You feel safe on MTA? Um, Cheers. For the most part, I do. Yeah. Um, 
Depending on the station, especially, um, yeah. or the, the bus stop. Security ain't no good. He, he told me to call. Security ain't no good. Security ain't no good. I feel pretty safe. Yeah, never had any problems. No. She feels safe because she's twacking. What? <laughs> Currently, the MTA is policed well, the by only the, one that LAPD, feels safe is the, the LA County Sheriff's Department, and Long Beach Police. Officer Tim Talman is with LAPD Hollywood Division. We have up to 48 officers on a daily basis, 24 hours a day, uh, working diligently, um, working footbeats, working in, in uh, vehicles, jumping on trains, jumping on buses, making contact with our bus operators, our train operators, and all of our metro Eating donuts, doing nothing. That the Stop lying. Los Angeles is safe at all times. Starting July 1st, Sheriff Alex Villanueva says he'll pull his deputies from patrolling the MTA unless his agency is given sole law enforcement authority over the transit system. We will bid on the whole yeah. contract, but we're going to bid on the contract, and it's going to be a contract where we're actually going to enforce the code of conduct, fare evasion, and the rule of law. Fare evasion? Like, who cares about fare evasion? That's just, uh, that's just more money for the state. Like, if anything, public transportation should be free for everyone with more policing more patrolling and not for the sake of checking to see if people paid their fare or not but just to prevent violence you know i mean it's it's, it's like they're doing it for the wrong reasons right i mean the violence continues uh, but don't get caught on the train without a ticket because you'll get arrested you know what i mean it's ridiculous and then oh man this one's even worse this is i just saw this today as well this is crazy Tonight, detectives are trying to figure out how and why an infant was shot in Compton. Deputies rushed the baby from a home on Poppy Avenue near Long Beach Boulevard to the hospital. Fox 11 has learned the child was shot in the leg and is in stable condition. We don't know its age. Detectives won't say what led to the shooting or if any suspects are in custody. How you shoot a baby? That's crazy. Uh, that's Compton for you. And then, you know, of course, we also saw... There was this weird phenomenon that I kind of want to talk about that happened today as well, where I got a lot of um, pictures that people were sending me, like screenshots of a, a mass uh, shooter threat. One of the homies, shout out Lord Pusswhip, he, um, you know, he asked me earlier today what I thought about it, and so one of the first things we noticed is a. Uh, what was going out? What was going on in the last few days? Uh, it was this uh, President Biden, uh, Joe Brandon, showing up in L.A. for the Summit of the Americas, which is also kind of funny because Mexico didn't go because the United States didn't invite Venezuela or Cuba or uh, a third three countries that they didn't invite. So they they're not on good terms with the Americas right now. Um, and on top of that, he's in L.A., and so they got all of these uh, road closures, and the traffic is a bitch, and you can't get through anywhere, and, you know, the security detail has all the streets closed up, so that's causing problems. The 405 is jammed up. Uh, the 110's jammed up. Um, so here, um, uh, see, in blow to Biden, Mexico's president to skip America's summit. <laughs> historic summit of the americas comes to la here's where the worst traffic will be it's like that's exactly what i was just saying it's just dumb but you know so biden so so reason why i bring this up this is happening right so there's a lot of security detail in downtown and at the same time people send me um these these uh 
these links I'll show you guys of I guess screen grabs of supposedly um a person who works at a suicide uh, call center um for help uh somebody called in and said hey I'm going to downtown and I'm shooting up as many people as I could this was the this was the supposed story coming out so uh let's see if I can find that uh oh here it is if you're in LA don't go to downtown tomorrow potential shooting friend who works at a suicide prevention center sent me this and it's like oh please don't go to downtown I got a call from someone saying they were going to shoot up as many people as he can tomorrow in downtown no way to confirm right now but just in case and he's like what from a suicide hotline yeah I just want to make sure you're safe. Did you call the police? Yeah, a report was made, but he was using a burner phone. So this supposed piece of information came from someone. And I kind of went through, like, you know, through all these links and trying to figure out who the original, where who, who, who where did it originate? Somewhere on Twitter, I guess. Um, but that was one of the, one of the screen grabs that somebody sent me. There's another one in here I want to show you guys. And it's just kind of weird because I'm just thinking to myself, like, okay, so there's some weird threat that people people are are, are following online, and they're spread. It, it became a huge rumor, like people are spreading it like crazy. Um, and I'm wondering, maybe you know, some of my friends were conspiring and saying, "It's is it possible that you know." Maybe it is real, and maybe the news is telling us it's not. Because immediately after, you know, it gained traction on social media, we got this. Um, let's see here, Los Angeles Times: A threat of a mass shooting in downtown was supposedly planned for Thursday and went viral on social media, and was determined not credible. And no arrests have been made, authorities said. So, LA Times is saying that it's a hoax. Um. Do we want to believe the LA Times? Like, I don't know, you know? But then also Fox 11 says, um, threats circulating on social media, warning of a mass shooting in downtown LA Thursday have been investigated and are deemed not credible. So it's like, hmm, what's going on here, right? But it really, it really, really took off on social media. I mean, it was everywhere. Like, I saw, I saw these posts everywhere like over and over so i'm just you know i'm just curious you know what is the truth behind this so coincidentally that's not the only threat right so this one was a real threat uh let me see if i can pull up pull up this threat they where they uh closed the schools um because somebody threatened L.A. County schools, and so they closed the schools. Los Angeles bomb threat closes all public schools, right? And then at the same time, here's uh, the next day, June 9th. Uh, so that's uh, today. Uh, Maryland mass shooting. Witness describes the scene. So another shooting in Maryland, three people killed. Here, let's watch a little bit of this. This is just a, I'm just running down the latest stuff that's happening right now um, in L.A. and outside of L.A. We mentioned Harley Ray's name. Uh, I believe uh, we are on the phone right now. Harley, just give me a sense of, of where you are in relation to this. 
I am actually in my front yard. I am about 50 to 60 yards from where this incident took place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are another, another right shooting in the boonies. Pictures of the scene. They have, I'm pretty sure they're going to be having a van come out to do some forensic on the officer that was shot, mm-hmm. uh, grazed actually. But right now, there's, they still got the tape up and they're just doing some investigation work right now. You know, Harley, we saw that you had posted a video online. Uh, what did you see between the interaction between this state trooper and the suspect? Uh, actually, it's pretty crazy because I just got home at that time and went to go check on my chickens. And by that time, I He's actually seen chickens. all of the cop the cars hell? passing by, thinking that you know maybe somebody was <clears throat> Anyways, getting pulled yeah. over, or getting arrested. Another mass shooting. So I popped out my phone to get a video of all the cop cars, and by that time, let's talk about all the other mass got- shootings that have been going on because this is this is crazy. So I mean, who doesn't know about the Uvalde shooting at this point um, that happened in Texas? Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about that. I want to kind of get into it. Um, so, and I have some crazy, I, I actually was able to, in the deep, dark web, find the manifesto of the Buffalo shooter, which is like a 140 page or some large amount of page manifesto. I haven't. You know, I'm I'm not done reading every every page. Um, I also found the video because you know he live streamed it on his helmet. I have the video of it, so I've got. Of course, we're not gonna be able to see that stuff right now, but I just thought I I would let you know that it's available. And if you want to know the truth, if you want to see for yourself, you can, you can find this stuff. So I know the Buffalo shooter happened before. The Texas shooter, so I guess we should go in order and kind of maybe talk about the Buffalo shooter first because it, it's there's just some weird Alex Jones stuff going on right now. But here, I I don't know that YouTube will take me down for this, but fuck it. <laughs> this is what it looks like. This is the whole manifesto. And then, by the way, this is Sam Hyde. This is not even um, the shooter. He he just he's like meme and he put in. Sam Hyde, I guess a lot of mass shooters have been doing that as some kind of troll. Um, the manifest, you can see how long this thing is. This is really crazy. It's got a lot of gra- infographs. Uh, it's got a lot of information in here. It's really, really intense. Um, you know, I recommend that you look through it yourself and judge for yourself. I, I can't show too much because I'm afraid YouTube might take me down. There's also the videos. There's a long version that shows him in a in a vehicle driving around and um you know for like a few minutes and then getting out and committing the shooting and I guess his camera was like helmet mounted and my guess is that it was maybe like a GoPro something like this that connects via Wi-Fi to a phone. So as he walked into the store during the shooting the you know it it was only able to live stream for a few more seconds before the internet disconnected and of course twitch which is where he streamed is taking credit for that and saying oh we were able to stop a mass shooting live streaming uh in less than two minutes and it's like no you didn't because dude was like driving around live streaming for like six seven minutes the video is like nine minutes, so that first of all, that's a lie. Second of all, 
it cuts off when he walks into the store, which my guess is it's because of the data connection that it cut off. So Twitch is just lying, but you know that's Twitch for you. I mean, I can't blame them. I mean, for the shooting or for someone live streaming something crazy like that, you know, and like just because there are live streaming services out there, we shouldn't like blame them. They're just a messenger. But at the same time, don't lie and don't try to make yourself look cool or whatever. So, but yeah, I have the the two videos. They, they're available. Um, I can't tell you where to go, but if you do some uh, not Googling, because it won't, if you use Google, you won't find it. If you use Safari, you won't find it. You've got to go like Tor browser and you've got to <laughs> do like DuckDuckGo Onion to find this stuff. Um, if you decide that you want to do that, it, it'll just take you, it, it'll take it down or it, it won't show you results. Um, if, you know, during the time, I noticed that during the time that the the shooter, uh, during the time that the live stream was fresh, the internet was active trying to take it down, the powers that be, whether it be Cloudflare or whoever. Like Pirate Bay was down. You can see I took a screen grab on the day of and Pirate Bay was down. You were not able to use it because my guess is they didn't want people distributing the copies of the video. Uh, also, some th another weird thing that happened is Google Drive... Um, you know, and I, I never knew this, but I mean, I guess it makes sense that if you have files, you would think your files in Google Drive would be private. It says here files in your individual drive are private. And it says like basically they have the right to look through your stuff and find anything on there that goes against their policy. And if they find it. They'll just delete it. And it's like, yo, well, how did you know I had it if you didn't look through it with algorithms? So if you put stuff on Google Drive, they're, if they're essentially just, it's not private. They, they know everything you have there. So that's something to consider, you know, if, if you use these cloud services. So I noticed that people that were uploading um, some of this information from the, from the first Buffalo shooter, uh, they, they were getting their stuff just straight up taken down, files deleted. Um, they'll get a message that says, "Hey, your your thing goes against our guidelines. It's uh, you know, it's gonna get deleted." Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, like for example, these um, there was a Google Drive where the manifesto was uploaded, and it was blocked. Uh, there was also, let's see, see right here in the response. So this is the typical Google um, DMCA where they remove certain, you know, they. If, on Google search certain things won't come up so that's also a thing access denied to the ync.com which is the website where uh, the video was able you were able to watch the video for a little while so that even that website was taken down also by Cloudflare, by the way so just you know they were like very active in removing a lot of the stuff very quickly just goes to show you how much power is in con the, in the you know controlling information it's quite quite a lot of power but yeah so i mean we all know the story the the buffalo shooter goes to grocery store shoots it up for racial motives um we're talking about one shooter a uh, young uh adult white male decided to do this um and so 
what I've been hearing lately is all this like, because you know, typically you hear mass shooter and people are like, oh my god, mass shooter. Only the whites are committing mass shootings. Like people are just like out loud saying racist stuff like that, and then it's kind of like, what are you talking about? The Ovalde shooter was Mexican. The 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 shooter at the uh, um this guy, the Anaheim shooter. He, I guess he shot up a Taiwanese church because he had negative sentiment towards Taiwanese people because he's like from mainland China. I don't know what the deal specifically was, but this dude decided. He's Chinese. He killed a bunch of people. Um, you know, the Uvalde shooter is Mexican or whatever. This dude right here. Uh, you know, and there there was also in Detroit, uh, two black dudes killed seven people. Um, recently, 50 people were murdered in, in some town in Africa. Uh, in a place where g guns are banned, by the way. So it, it 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 matters not what race you are like all that stuff is just myth in my opinion they, they people want a boogeyman you know they want to blame some ethnic class of people for mass violence the truth is mass violence is happening everywhere as we saw it's happening on the trains it's happening in LA it's happening within people's own communities it's happening from external sources the government is getting violent. The government's warring and over Ukraine, and you know people are suffering all over the place. This, this, this is not like this is not an individualized phenomenon that's only occurring in one place to one sort of people, committed by one form of people. But tell me why, even though this is the case, people don't want to look at it that way. They want to blame someone, so they're gonna like in the case of the Ovalde shooter, they're gonna blame. Uh, the police response or whatever. So that's another one of these weird cop-outs that I've been seeing. Let's take a look at that. Because there's like all this criticism on the response. Well, here in Southern California, two men ambushed a CHP officer oh, sitting inside a squad car. Yeah, one of them opened fire, blowing out a window. That attack ended in a deputy-involved shooting. CBS 2's Jeff Nguyen is live near the scene tonight with the very latest. Jeff? This is another local Jeff, shooting. Right behind us is an active investigation while a manhunt is underway. This comes as a witness tells us that people at this famous East LA restaurant hit the ground when bullets flew. Cell phone video captured a man down outside the King Taco in East LA. After this CHP patrol car had its rear window shot out. So around 9 a.m., me and my mom were just uh, we're having breakfast, actually. And Look at that dude's feet. We heard three or four pops. <laughs> a witness who asked us not to show his face or reveal his name captured these images after a gunfight. And there was 40, 50 pops, at least, uh, just continuously. And just back and forth, you hear blah, 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 like really, like really loud. Investigators say two CHP officers were on patrol near 3rd Street and Ford Boulevard when they were ambushed. A CHP officer was driving down the street and he unexpectedly suddenly took rounds. The motive of the shooting is under investigation. Uh, the suspects appear to be on foot at this time. Officers called for help. Other members of the CHP answered along with the LA County Sheriff's Department, which investigators say took fire as well, which led to the gunfight. One suspect was hit. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him around here. But a second suspect got away. The gunfire led to a lockdown at this nearby Head Start where parents told us their children were kept inside and away from the playground. In addition, Crazy. Metro 
stopped service on its L or Gold line. I can't get to work, obviously, yeah, because there's. I take the mess, uh, the train too. Pretty much, I, I can't to get to work. work. The metro's closed. I give up. <laughs> Yo. Breaking news tonight, a shooting at an elementary school in Texas leaves 18 children, second, third, and fourth graders dead, as well as two adults, as well as a suspect. It is the deadliest school shooting in Texas history and the deadliest. Miles uh, just north of the U.S.-Mexico border, 80 miles west of San Antonio. We've also learned that the 18-year- Oh, and his remarks, very So, I mean, we all know what happened, but- well, I want to. Oh, check this out. This guy. The floor. guy. And every chest, you feel like your soul ripped away. It's in your chest, you feel like you're being sucked into it. And never going to be able to get out. Suffocating. The flag at the White House was lowered to half. He says, "Quote: Our hearts are broken again." Yeah, we all know what happened, but. I want to look at the details of this kind of stuff because it's kind of weird. President Biden, like, immediately. So tonight, I ask the nation to pray for them, give the parents and siblings the strength in the darkness they feel right now. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in huh. God's name? We do what we all know in our gut needs to be done. Scrap so guns, take guns away from everyone, of course. See, the weird thing about all this is that, you know, I, I feel like the polarization, like if 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 you have if you got to split people up into two camps, it's got to be the I support guns and I don't support guns, and I support abortion and I don't support abortion. If, if you're gonna, you know, get people's vote. I should say, like, if you you know want to keep your presidency, run a second term, you're gonna want to get people to vote blue because of abortion and guns. So every time, I I hate to be that guy, you know, but you know, Alex Jones, he makes some valid points. Like, it's it just too fucking convenient that this kind of stuff happens, and then you know, but right away Biden goes for the gun grab, um, even though. Well, when we look at the details, it, it's it's crazy. One of the things that really, really bothered me about this story is um, the fact that they're essentially trying to say that it took law enforcement up to an hour to respond to uh, to the shooter being in the you know to the active shooter situation. It took them up to an hour. Uvalde school shooter was in school. For up to an hour before law enforcement broke into room where he was barricaded and killed him. See, at least this headline is a little more precise. Because people are under the impression that dude, um, that basically, that this guy ran into the school. And that he shot up the, what was actively shooting the school. And that no one responded. And apparently people's idea is that, this is what I've been seeing on social media, people's idea is that dude was outside, the police was were outside of the school preventing parents from going into the school. Meanwhile, dude was in there ramp, rampaging and just shooting up the place and killing innocent people for a whole hour. 
who believes that no like that's such bs like obviously the police that were outside formed a barricade because well they had to keep people from coming into the school where there's an active shooter like why would you let doña maria who's there to pick up her daughter from school why would you allow her to go into an active shooting to pick up her daughter to make everything more complicated so she can get shot so her daughter can get shot it makes no sense and then they'll say oh the police up to an hour like i just keep hearing this over and over and over and it's getting tired i'm just getting tired of it because it's just like not even true at all yes they took long in executing him and breaking into the classroom but they knew where he was and they had him barricaded he had already killed everyone inside the room he was in there with a gun and they were trying to figure out how to get him alive you know the crazy thing is if the police had gone in there gung-ho and just killed them then people would start saying oh how come the how come the white you know supremacist shooter how come he got taken in alive and how come the uvalde shooter who's hispanic how come they killed him and it's like yo what a weird thing that you're saying are you advocating for the rights of mass shooters like or do you want equality for mass shooters what, what are you talking about <laughs> i've been hearing that argument quite often too it's weird so yeah no that didn't happen the police were not outside the school preventing parents from getting their kids they were not allowing a man to just shoot up the school. like that's not none of that is true so and all it, all it takes is for you to read through the actual like timeline of the event which is like available for you to go on wikipedia and just search up there's literally a whole timeline that just says everything that happened from start to finish. Um, so let's see. Um, somewhere here. Oh, yeah, this one. So it's it's literally the whole timeline. And it's being updated, like, you know, as more information comes out. Um, but, yeah, so, dude, uh, he shot up. Uh, first he shot his grandmother, then he took her truck. Uh, she didn't die, apparently. She was airlifted to a hospital, which is intense when you get shot in the face. How, how are you not dead? That's crazy. Um, and then he crashed the truck, and then he ran into another building before he ran into the school. Um, shot that place up, but he didn't actually hit anyone. Then he ran into the school where people were saying that he encountered um, an armed police officer and that he got through anyway. And so, therefore, guns in schools make no sense. I've heard this argument as well. And it's like, yo, that's also a false narrative. He didn't encounter any armed person at the school. If there had been an armed individual guarding the entrance to the school, he could have potentially stopped him because, obviously, he just purchased the firearms he what he did was he went and ordered these firearms he he worked at a at a wendy's i guess he saved up some money enough to buy two rifles and some ammunition he ordered it online he uh you know did the whole legal process background check everything he went to this place where um you know a legal transaction place like a gun store where they allow you to do uh, one of these transactions he went there he picked it up 
You know, he, he waited his two weeks. He did all of that. He did everything right. Got his guns. Um, and then never bothered training with them, never bothered figuring out how to use them. Just went and shot people up with them. So clear, clearly an untrained individual with mental health problems um, who could have been subdued by any any trained adult with a gun, in my opinion. So I think, you know, the real corny right-wing talking point right now is uh, uh, we protect our, you know, important people with guns. We protect our valuables with guns. Why don't we protect schools with guns? Um, some, so, so, something along those lines. I, I kind of agree, you know. I want to think that if there was an armed individual there, he would have been able to stop him. I don't think that um, that people straight up making up a story about there being an armed individual there who uh, who shot at him but didn't subdue. This is just all myth. Like in the first days of this happening, there was all of these social media myths. Um, another myth was that he had bulletproof vests. And so it doesn't matter if someone was armed. They can't, like, no, first of all, a trained person can shoot him in the head. Second of all, he wasn't wearing, he was wearing a vest, like a tactical vest, but it didn't have the uh, the plates inside of the vest. So he was not wearing bulletproof armor. Um, and that is also described here in the uh, in the timeline. So... Yeah, I mean, people called 911 at 11.30 a.m. Uh, so at 11.32, the school was already locked down. So you know, this whole incident didn't last too long. The problem was where once he was barricaded, the police chief said he made the call to not go in there and take him. Uh, and I think they waited about 20 minutes before they went in when he was barricaded in the room. But if anyone has been in an active situation, um, you know, in my opinion, they should have gone in there immediately. Like, you're a police officer. The, the whole point is you're getting paid to risk your life for others. That's 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 the that's the paycheck. That's what you're that's what you're there to do. So like, the fact that they didn't go in there immediately, why? Because we're waiting for supposedly they were waiting for some tactical gear that they needed to go in. It's like no, risk your life, dude. Go in there, get the fucking guy, you know? But no, they had to wait 20 minutes. So, yes, I blame them for that 100%. They're wrong for that. They should have subdued him right away. But they were not out there for an hour while people were getting shot up inside, kids dying. And meanwhile, the parents, oh, so brave, the parents, for fucking trying to run in into an active shooter situation and get themselves killed and their children killed. Oh, so brave. Wow. But this is what this, this is this is what we're hearing these days. This is what these are the arguments that you, that make it onto social media and go trending. So yeah, go go read the timeline. You know, I recommend everyone read the actual timeline because you'd be surprised how many people just go off of just headlines. It's crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so here uh. Back to the so Sam Hyde. I, actually, I didn't know who Sam Hyde was until recently. I've been looking him up. He's kind of an interesting character. I think he's kind of cool. Um, people kind of uh, associate him with the alt right for some for no reason, just like they do with everyone else. 
Um, but this dude's face has been used in multiple mass shootings. Uh, uh, mass shooting. Um, what do you call it? Like you know, manifestos. So th- this is what's been happening. Uh, it, it's it's crazy. All too too many shootings. You know, and 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 not all of them. Right. So so some shootings are in the boonies, like the Buffalo shooting, or like the Uvalde shooting. So that puts fear into people who live in the suburbia, you know, rural areas. And then we get shootings in the city, like all of these, uh, like the Taiwanese church shooting, um, like. Like all of these inner city shootings that are occurring, mass shootings in Vegas, mass shootings all over the place, and so th- everyone's afraid. You know, there's no safe space. Um, you can be on a bike ride, there could be a shooting. You could be in a club, there could be a shooting. You could be pumping gas, you could get shot up. You could be on the train, get shot up. It's just too crazy out there. You know, people are shooting on the freeways. You can't even drive on the freeway without somebody shooting at you. And it's not the guns, in my opinion. You know, somebody on Twitter was making the argument that maybe people are just um, extremely nihilistic right now. Like, maybe people are suicidal, and at the same time that they're suicidal, they want to go out with a bang. So, they'd rather take people with them in some, like, super evil way where it doesn't matter to them. So they just want to go out with the bang. And I think that's like hella terrible, you know. But it seems to me that that's the case. Um, people are committing suicide in glamorous ways and taking others with them. I hope I, I hope there's a way to get through to people to keep this kind of stuff from happening. Because it's, it's too messed up. Let's see. This is KPRC 2 News at 10. Right now at 10, tragedy in Uvalde. He shot and killed horrifically, incomprehensibly. A mass shooting inside an elementary school. Second, third, fourth graders. The lives of children. Yeah, we already saw that. But that's crazy. So take take a look at this dude's pictures because they're kind of weird. I also like to look at the shooters like... You know, mug shots, kind of trying to, com, you know, compare them or figure out some of the things going on in their mind. But uh, where's the Evaldo shooter at? I have him here somewhere. Oh, here it is. So, I mean, this dude looks like homies that I had that I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it could be anyone. He he had money. You know, he had money. His family looked like they were shit, though. Like, maybe they treated him bad. Maybe, you know, who knows? Apparently, it was recently, it recently came out that he was in contact with an FBI agent, of all things. Oh, here, here's the video of that everyone's crying about of the parents outside of the school. When you hate the cops 
more than you care about your children, you end up fighting outside of the school with the cops. <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking ridiculous! And the cops are like in a catch twenty two because it's like nobody likes cops, you know. And at the same time, you know, they want them to respond actively to these situations, and, it, and the police are just like, "Yo, if we don't do anything, you cap on us." If we do something, you cap on us. So they're just like, what do we do? And it's not, you know, they're just getting paid, you know, to do nothing basically at this point. They're, the police are fucking useless right now. They're not going to risk their life for anyone, you know, especially when when evidently people are disliking them out loud to their face, you know, and saying like crazy stuff to them, being completely unreasonable. It's kind of crazy. You know, and they, they just keep on squatting. This goes on for a while. When clearly, clearly it's, uh, it's evident that the police, the, these police are there, set up a perimeter a cordoned off zone, you know, to keep people from coming in and potentially getting hurt, which is obviously the the routine. Um, but you know, people are unruly. They're gonna do whatever the fuck they want to do. They don't give a fuck about you or someone else's kids. They want to go in there to save and sit to grab their children. They don't give a shit if all the other children get shot. They're just there to pick up their kids. You know what I mean? That's the kind of people that are that are actively doing that. It's embarrassing, to be honest. And the shooter is Mexican, so they can't blame the shooter. They can't say it was white supremacy, so they got to find another person to pin this on. And so uh, the police, fuck the, the response time was whack. Uh, they're racist. Uh, fuck the police. And then end of story, you know, that's it. So let's forget about the shooter's ethnicity for a moment. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look at, like, this, this video makes so much more sense now. The cops literally stop parents from helping their kids. It's like, dude, who are you? You're retarded. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. But this dude definitely was, like, like check the, here's another picture. Uh, there was a lot of pictures circulating of him um, all over social media where he was, um, you know, cross-dressing, but it was totally not him. Like, people were just, you know, just pinning, you know, I don't know, the, you know, the internet's weird. But I think this, from what I looked up, this this one might actually be him. Um, he also had a, a social media account um, on Instagram where he uh, posted. So, see, dude looks like a normal... Like, like a guy, you know. He, he doesn't look scary or anything. He just looks like a guy. It's kind of weird. Um, that's his Instagram account. He did message someone. So, oh, I was getting into that. He messaged this girl here who lived, I think, in Germany. Um, Be grateful I tagged you. No, it's just scary. I barely know you, and you tagged me in a picture with some guns. Uh, Hey, hello. He says, I'm about to, and then second screenshot says, it takes you an hour, but you have to respond. I got a little secret. 
right? Bet, bet. And he says, I'm going to air out. And then, like, apparently this girl then, after texting dude, saw the shooting on the news and was like, whoa. So, you know, but he, he, he was doing that. Messaging people, telling them that he was going to commit a shooting. Oh, so, yeah, let's pull up that. Because that, I don't want to go off a of hearsay. So, FBI agent Ubalde. Oh, I misspelled that shit. So apparently the, an FBI agent had contacted him um, and knew about his intentions and did nothing about it. This is, a, oh, here. So Buffalo. So, oh, also the New York shooter also, so here, federal agent may have had advance notice about shooter's plans, reports say. So, fuck you, Fox. I don't want to, no. Well, I don't want to accept their cookies. <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently um, some ex-retired FBI agent was in contact with him. Um, two law enforcement officials with knowledge of the probe told the feds that they believe a former agent was amongst at least six people who regularly communicated with the alleged gunman Peyton, Peyton Gendron about his racist views. So they, they were in some type of, they were communicating somehow. They're not specific about how they were communicating, but somehow they were communicating. Um, and the FBI basically knew about this, which is crazy. So, yeah, young people, man. Young people deciding to do crazy things. I want to believe that it just has to do with nihilism, the fact that people are suicidal and they want to go out with a bang. Um, and I, I also think it may have something to do with psychotropic drugs, you know, a lot of kids, our generation grew up with uh, a lot of psychotropics and a lot of weird um, antidepressive drugs and just stuff that I can't I can't say are gonna you know we don't know what the effects of those things are gonna have on people in the in the long run you know so for example here's a article i found 37 mass shooters who are on antidepressants uh, every time there's a mass shooting in america right it starts a conversation about gun rights but we never look at mental health essentially that's what this article is about and that's kind of true i mean you know the people commit violence in many different acts like in other countries where guns are banned like in the, in London, it's popular for terrorists to use vehicles um, as a weapon, or they go on stabbing sprees. So they do the same thing in Australia. 
So it's like even the, even these examples that people give of uh, places where guns are banned, um, they're not really good examples, you know. At least I haven't seen that, you know, them being a hundred percent shooting free in Mexico. Their their guns are essentially illegal in Mexico, and yet there's a grip of gun violence down there. So it, it, I I just don't see the argument. So James, the Batman movie killer. This dude was taking Soloft and his psychiatrist. He he uh, let's see um he wrote in his personal notebook. He wanted to see a psychiatrist on the day of the murder spree. Blah blah blah. Anxiety and fear. Right. So that dude, the Columbine killers, those guys had SSRI in their bloodstream. Soloft as well. Luvox. Uh, let's see. Um, Patrick Purdy. He is taking amitriptyline. Wow. He And this dude killed five children and wounded 30 others. I remember that shooting as well. Thorazine. That dude, Sung Hoi Chu, was taking Prozac. He killed 32 people. Prozac and Paxil. It's just crazy. The Virginia Tech shooter. Prozac, another dude. Let's see, what are the drugs? Uh, an unspecified... And how, how is it? Robert Hawkins had reportedly been taking antidepressants since he was six years old. On day... One day in 2007 when he was 19 and his brain had been soaking these drugs for most of his life. He walked into Omaha Mall and shot dead eight people and then himself. An hour before the shooting, his mother had given the local sheriff department his suicide note, which included the line, I just want to take a few pieces of shit with me. Just think, though, I'm going to be famous. So, see, it definitely suicidal tendencies with murder, with a hint of murder, you know. But people wouldn't want to, people wouldn't attempt a mass shooting if, if they wanted to live because... Well, it's for sure, you know, it's a suicide mission. No one's no one's going to live, so you'd have to be suicidal to commit a mass atrocity like this. It's just, you know, another point to prove the theory. Uh, this dude, Andrew Engeldinger, killed seven people, was taking mirtazapine and trazodone, which... I believe are all antidepressants. Lexapro. You know, and so the pharmaceutical industry is never going to take blame for mass violence because we're talking about mass violence in general, not just mass shooters, but all shooters and all killers of all types that, that, that take antidepressants and drugs. You know, the, the pharmaceutical industry is never going to take take responsibility for this, even though I would say, I would argue they have more responsibility than even, you know, let's say, um, than gun manufacturers or anything like this. I just can't say, you know, I can't say that. It's, it's, just, it's just too crazy. But look, Prozac, 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 Paxil, Zoloft, Trazodone, just... An, crazy amount of antidepressants and you know 
to make the violence worse, the homelessness crisis and the opioid em- epidemic, uh, fucking, you know, every, 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 everything that's happening right now, fentanyl, fentanyl overdoses, stuff like this is also going on. So I'm pretty sure I, I have some, you know, I think there's a new type of fentanyl out there that is killing people faster than fentanyl. And it's like a hundred times more potent than fentanyl, which is fentanyl is already like a hundred times more potent than a uh... hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yells. Yeah, here it is. Fentanyl fatalities. Fentanyl is now the number one cause of death for Americans age 18 to 25, 45. Fentanyl po- poisoning is number one, and then suicide, and then COVID, and then car accidents, according to this particular infographic. Uh, so drug overdose deaths reach record high, 100K, even more than violence and suicide or murder. That's crazy. That should that should be worrying us, you know. That's 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 crazy. It's a crazy amount of people dying. I I have friends who passed away from fentanyl, from suspected fentanyl and confirmed fentanyl overdoses. So that stuff that stuff really sucks. I recently saw a Vice documentary on that. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, about fentanyl. I'm sure I saw this new drug. You know, Vice was always doing documentaries on drugs. Um, drug more powerful than fentanyl. Let's see. Benzos. That. I, I, I didn't know they're about this recently. In their own mind why they're doing what they're doing. But at the end of the day, they're still dealing death. They're still ripping families apart and they're still burying people. We've started to see Trank come into the dope. People are getting extreme injuries and wounds. You can see down to the muscle tissue and the bone, large abscesses and like infections where they're injecting. This Trank is intense. Like, like you feel like you're literally gonna die. Do you feel any sense of responsibility for some of these new chemicals that are kind of replacing fentanyl? No, no. We knew the traffickers would continue to try. We want to absolutely prohibit all of these synthetics from coming in. The benzos are going to kill a lot of people, and it already has. It's already started. Why is this being cut into everything? Because it's so addicting. That's what everybody wants that ultimate high. Yeah, so there's this whole, y'all should watch okay, it, so I just have super to wait long documentary. Despite the shifting supply, Keisha still sells fentanyl. She mixes it with purple food coloring to differentiate it from cocaine and she cuts it with monk fruit, an organic sweetener she says is safer than other cutting agents. <laughs> safer than other. Bitch, you're selling fentanyl. Fuck off of here with that shit. <laughs> Man, these people are 
retarded. Only Vice would fucking make fentanyl look less worse than something else. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just crazy. I don't know, man. I don't know how you guys feel about all this stuff. The drugs are getting out of control. The violence is getting crazy. Um, here, wait, let's see who we got in the chat. Uh, we got Nemesis Studio saying California is messed up. Yep, I agree. Um, uh, we got Zach and we got J Rexon saying, you know, peeps can't get proper amount of peace. Yep, that's true. The more violence I see from the news, the more motivation that I want to get off this planet to BH. It's like, you know, I can't say you're wrong, my dude. But I think there's sanctuary to find in, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't like escapism. I don't think we should run away. You know, I think we should, like, you know, deal with what we can in our area of, you know, in our community. But at the same time, like, yo, don't put yourself in danger either, you know. Like, don't get on the train at midnight these days. It's not safe, you know. Don't go to a party that you know could get violent. It's, you know, it's, but, hey. All these other motherfuckers YOLOing, you know, can't say, you know. These damn car meets are getting crazy, too. There's car meets everywhere. Uh, people are getting smacked by cars and dying. Car. What do they call them? Sideshows or whatever? Can't even look it up. Sideshows. It's ridiculous. Oh, of course, Vice has a documentary on this. Yeah, but dude, they just they just killed a person in Compton from people doing donuts in the street. Like killed them dead. You know, they ran over a homeless dude recently, killed him too. Like I think these people are literally killing themselves and others every time they do one of these damn stupid sideshow things. I I I can't say I'm a fan, you know. Hundreds of people and dozens of cars were involved in dangerous Around one in the morning, hundreds of people took over the street. I just I can't see Police say sirens oh, coming. And uh, before that even happened, the bar locked the doors down. Chauver says that the bar he was in went into lockdown for a while as people started running toward the bar trying to. But let's see from the perspective of the people doing these car meets. Like, all right, can't cops can't stop us. So these guys just feel proud. Hey, hey. You know, and it's all, obviously it's all young people as well. So maybe it's just young people that are, like, wilding out too hard, you know? Like, is there nothing else to do? Is Did COVID really make things that bad where, like, there's nothing to do or something? Like, what, like you know, I, I maybe people have too much time. I don't know what it is. But there's too much shenanigans going on. I was recently on a bike ride with my friend. Uh, Chief Luna, shout out, shout out Chief, shout, shout out Victor, um, and dude, usually these party rides are hella chill, tell me why somebody got injured, um, like severely, and why there was like four or five fights broke out, people busted windows, and it's just like, dude, like, people are just feeling the rage right now, people, you know, the, the pressure's on, maybe it's a collection of symptoms, maybe, 
maybe the economic crisis along with uh everything else is kind of putting pressure on everyone and causing people to act a fool i don't know what it is but maybe we can get into that as well i've got here um in my notes i've got another note on the food crisis thing that's been happening so fuck it we'll do a two-for-one podcast right now this is another collection of uh links i was setting up um basically on the 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 food shortages and all of this uh weird stuff going on in ukraine um so here u.s to boost baby formula imports to ease nationwide shortage after abbott nutrition recall so there was a factory abbott nutrition where like i think like five kids got sick from consuming um similac the brand so they closed the whole plant down so now we're importing food from outside because we can't make any right now but tell me why oh so here look abbott recall similac recall so here's a whole thing about the recall it's a it's it was a real problem when it happened But tell me why at the same time that that's happening, uh, stockpiles of baby formula is being sent to Ukraine. Stockpiles of baby formula shipped to Ukraine as America experiences baby formula shortage. Like, yo, why? Why are you doing that? Like, just leave it here. Like, okay, the Ukraine needs help, but, like, babies need help here, too. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, when I first read about this, I was like, well... Maybe it's just women's fault for breastfeeding and relying on formula. For not breastfeeding, I mean. Because, uh, you know, there there has been a shift where nobody wants to breastfeed these days. So maybe this will encourage women to breastfeed more. That would that would kind of help. Maybe all these kids are crazy and tripped out because they, they didn't get breast milk. <laughs> they got formula and now they're crazy. Now they're on antidepressants. The one that really scares me, though, besides that, uh formula stuff is the fertilizer shortage that that's very scary for our food supply the world food supply is at risk due to a global fertilizer shortage and this is because most of the nitrogen that we use for our fertilizer comes from ukraine and russia so that sucks the Russian invasion of Ukraine, supply chain issues caused by blah, 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 blah. So you can see the price of fertilizer skyrocketed. And therefore, farmers are not, you know, for this next crop, they're not able to uh, to get fertilizer. And so we're going to experience some food shortages pretty soon after this summer when we start, uh, you know, when we start bringing in the season, the planting season. So that that is something to be aware of that there may be food shortages coming pretty soon due to a lack of fertilizer and of course the gas it, the gas is ridiculous man in some places around here is like nine dollars eight dollars um here's another conspiracy um that i've seen is a a strange trend of food processing plant fires appear across the u.s at least 16 fires have broken out at food processing plants impacting the nation's supply of beef and poultry. And of course, 
the fact checkers came out on Facebook and Instagram and said that this is uh, missing context, you know, mi- mi- missing context. But it's like, yo, no, this happened, you know, like this definitely happened. Um, and, and oh, oh, here's explaining the fertilizer. In 2021, Russia was the world's top exporter of nitrogen fertilizers and the second largest supplier of both potassium and phosphorus fertilizers, according to the UN Food and Agriculture Organization. So it ain't it ain't us who is sanctioning Russia. It's Russia who is sanctioning us, you know. And so we're going to get into it with Russia because we want to send Ukraine missiles. And it's basically like Cuban Missile Crisis all over again. Oh, yeah, see, like, make sure you guys are staying up on Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and not watching the food industry getting dismantled. So here's a list of all of our food processing plants that have been burned down by fires, which, you know, the conspiracy theorists on the Internet are linking together and saying, hey, is it possible that someone is attacking our food supply purposefully? You know, is our own government doing this? Why would they do that? So check this out. Come on, YouTube. This is on the on the on the baby nationwide shortage of baby formula is hitting parents hard. In the first half of last year, formula was really easy to find, only about eight percent out of stock, according to Data Assembly. But last month, the percentage of baby formula missing from shelves across the country ballooned to forty percent, a five-fold increase. More than half of U.S. states have out-of-stock rates ranging from 40 to 50 percent. Hit the hardest, metro areas San Antonio, Memphis, Nashville, Houston, and Des Moines. Now parents are on the hunt, some traveling thousands of miles. Here's Stephanie Gosk. Empty shelves. This is really scary. And worried parents. A couple stores we've been in have not had it, and we've had to go to the next location. They are looking for baby formula and not finding it, at least not easily. I'm myself am down to one can of formula. At the end of April, nearly 40% of popular baby formulas were sold out across the U.S. That's up from 31% two weeks before. The shortage Some is crazy getting stuff. worse. This. Now, I have a baby, so a pain in the I was kind of worried about it. Powder baby formulas in February and halted production. The FDA is investigating conditions at the factory. That's crazy, y'all. So the pharmacies, local pharmacies taking donations of baby formula for Ukraine? Why? Here's a local effort that you can trust. Columbus Family Pharmacies have been taking donations of baby formula to be sent to families in Ukraine. Allegro Family Clinic, based in Columbus, organized the formula drive. Representatives were hoping to have all donations in by late this afternoon. That's crazy. (laughs) That's ridiculous. And then we sent $40 billion to Ukraine on top of that. It's, it's crazy. Currently unavailable. You know, if you go on, like, all these places, it's just unavailable. Oh, check this out. Similac and Enfimo may be to blame for necrotizing enterocolitis. See, it's just, you know, at the same time, it's like, do we even want this stuff? I don't know, you know? <laughs> Kind of dangerous. Uh, let's see. Oh, another crazy food crisis happening right now in Sri Lanka. Oh, but check before we look at Sri Lanka. Look at this. Fire kills tens of thousands of chickens at Minnesota farm. This just happened too, like May 29th. So it's still happening. 
food processing plants are getting, you know, beat up right now. It's kind of crazy. And uh, here, uh, Sri Lanka. The Sri Lanka thing should be kind of like a wake-up call for us to look at what's going down in other places in the world as far as economic collapse because, you know, I, I, it's really messed up. Their inflation is predicted by the government at 40%, but realistically it's probably like 130%, but they just don't want to admit it. But basically these people are without water, without food, without anything, it's without petrol, they got no gasoline, they got no they got no electricity, so it really sucks for them right now. And Sri Lanka is like a little island off of uh off of the south coast of India. Um it's a cool place. I've wanted to maybe visit one of these days, but I mean not under these conditions, you know. But uh it's Several places around the world are on the decline like this, man. So I just wonder where we're going to go from here. Sorry to hit y'all with a depressing-ass podcast today. <laughs> but, you know, maybe uh, on the next one we'll change the tune, talk about cool stuff. Today, I, you know, I just want to kind of like a news update kind of thing. Hit you guys with whatever. But I'm glad y'all tuned in. You guys let me know what I should do uh, more podcasts on. I'm thinking maybe, um, I don't know. I got a few a few topics in mind. Let me know. If y'all want to be a guest, hit, hit me up. I'm going to sign out. <laughs>